Hello and welcome to the SML Podcast. This is SML Total Access. I am Primetime, the commissioner of the SML. We are a Sim League on the PlayStation 4. Our website is simmadleague.com. And with me today is my co-host, ZZ the Great. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, Prime. How are you doing today? I'm great. What's I'm going on? Living the dream. Yeah, I'm ahead. pumped up. I'm pumped up, man. Uh, who do we got on the show? Man, I am excited. What's going on, SML, man? We got a treat for you guys today. Today, we have the one, the only, OSU from the NBL. This is the guy that commentates almost all of the big games for the NBL, and he is a superstar in his own right in CFMs. So uh, all you guys give a warm welcome to OSU. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm I'm great, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh it's uh you know it's it's summertime so it, it can't can't help be happy because up here in detroit we're just we're just happy it's not snowing anymore <laughs> yes sir and we've been getting a lot of rain it's for summer it's been a it's been a cool oh. cool, cool summer here in indiana so yeah it's 90 98 degrees down here in texas so yeah. <laughs> right, total pass pass on that one. Got it. speaking of the heat Speaking of the heat, uh, let's get right into it. What do you think about Madden 20? Have you got your hands on the beta? Um, what do you think about Madden 20? Oh, I, I can't tell you how excited I am. Um, yeah, I got to play the beta, um, and uh, we were able to give away some beta codes as well, and I uh, also went down to EA Play, got to play it. So I, I played a good amount of it. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited. I, I think the, the dev team did a phenomenal job uh, with their gameplay improvements. Um, I think my biggest takeaways from the game are you're, you're seeing a game where I think star players are going to play like star players. And I think that's something that a lot of people, whether you're uh, in the CFM sphere, whether you are in the mutt sphere, whether you're just a, a casual player, uh, everybody has been asking for ratings to matter more and for star players to play like star players. Um, and I think you saw that in, in the Madden 20 beta. Um, and uh, I, I think we're just excited uh, I think it's hard not to be excited. You know, you guys know as as a as a franchise. I mean, we've been playing Madden 19 since August of last year. It's it's everybody's excited to play a new game, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I think just just having a new game come out is exciting. And the fact that uh, overall, I mean, I've been watching Twitter. Man, the the reception on Twitter has been absolutely phenomenal. Which is uh, in the Madden community, uh, it's as honest of a community as you can get. And to see so many people excited about it, I think that gives a lot of hope for what Madden 20 is going to look like. Right. I, I, I totally think you um, hit the nail on the head with that, because the uh, Madden community is one of the most critical communities out there, man. They they're they're, they're quick to critique everything. But from what I've seen, the, the reception has been phenomenal on phenomenal on this game. Everybody's loving it. Yeah, so, I, I and, think and, everybody everybody's been awesome about it. And I, and I, I do think, you know, the Madden community is incredibly critical. Um, I do think the grand majority, though, is from a. a a position of passion. I think Madden has yes. as passionate of players as you get. Yes. Um, so I think everybody wants a great game. Um, so I think when you're able to, you know, work on a game, especially coming off of Madden 19, which, you know, I think everybody would admit um, wasn't as well received as some, some past Madden games coming off of that game and getting a lot of those people who maybe didn't like Madden 19 as much to come out on Twitter and sit there and be like, man, Madden 20 is really good. I think that's a great sign for the community moving forward. Yeah, and 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 I seen the uh, tweaks that they've made as far as you know the superstar mode, all the attributes and things. But um, as far as the franchise mode and the CFM uh, community, um, 
what would you like to see them do more of as far as uh, CFM and um, our kind of community? I think, I think when you talk about the franchise community, the number one, every request you're ever going to hear from, whether it's on Twitter or from anybody talking to the dev, everybody on the franchise community is looking for more depth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we play the franchise game, not just because we like the gameplay, but because franchise adds something to the Madden game for, for us football nuts who want to uh, get more in depth in the game. So, I, I mean, there are a lot of things, there are a lot of things we've talked about that, you know, we would love to see. And, and, and I preface this with, I'm not a developer, so I and I think that's the thing that I think more people need to do on Twitter. It, if you're not in the gaming industry, if you're not building these games, uh, when people say things like, oh, this isn't in the game, it should be really easy. I, I've talked to the devs, like, there's a lot of stuff that seems like it should be really easy, and it isn't because this game is very complicated. Um, mm. So in no way am I saying, like, hey, put this in tomorrow. But, you know, I think we're always looking for things like uh, we would love to see a coordinator system. We would love to see, um, I mean, again, scouting and uh, free agency and draft. It, we basically have the same overlay, the same experience for five, six Maddens at this point. I think an yes. overhaul on that would be great. Um, things like that. It, it's always going to go to off-season because off-season is what separates uh, franchise from just playing quick games or maybe just playing seasons or playing mutt. It's the off-season that makes CFM what it is. So I think seeing some improvements to that would make things happy. But I, I think... You know, I've always been a person who has been a proponent of, at the end of the day, franchise is 85% gameplay. Um, yes. And so gameplay improvements, the fact that this game is so uh, hardcore tuned gameplay-wise, is great for franchises. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. this is an NFL head coach. We're playing the game. We want to touch the sticks and play as the players. So franchise, it, it, improving gameplay for a franchise is a big deal. But if you're looking at franchise ass. The top three that I always hear, the three that I always like, coordinators, a scouting overhaul, and, and some new things to do with free agency on how you offer contracts and how bidding works. We'd all love that stuff, but uh, I, I think, you know, franchise, I thought last year, even though Madden 19, um, gameplay-wise, left something to be desired, franchise got a ton last year. The new progression system was mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. Uh, regression being tuned from a, a straight line regression to more of a bell curve was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting so much last year was huge for us, and I'm looking forward to what the dev team has for franchise moving forward. Do you, Excellent uh, points. Have you uh, really got your hands on the uh, situational uh, scenario engine and played that, or is, are you looking forward to that as much, or what's your thoughts on that? So, yes, I've, I've gotten to, to mess around with the scenario engine. Um the scenario engine is a, a piece of the game that I'm really looking forward to what it does next year and the year after. I think this year it's still very much in its infancy. Um, and I don't know about you guys. In the NBL, we play on owner mode. Uh, and owner mode has the least amount of scenarios. And by least amount, I, I believe there are no scenarios for owner mode. They are in coach mode and they're in uh, player mode or, or QB1. Uh, but in owner mode, there aren't those scenarios yet. But it's something I know they're, they want to build on. Um, so it's not something I think this year, uh, as somebody who plays almost exclusively uh, in our league. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm pining over, but I'm excited to see what the situation engine, what that scenario engine can do in the future. Right. Yeah. We, we do owner mode as well. Um, yeah, it does. It does have a lot of potential with it. And as they, like you said, sometimes they'll add a feature in and then a mad or two down the road, they really start to grow on it um, and mm-hmm. build upon it. So yeah, just because it's just in the game now and it, 
might not have as much down the road. We could see some, but I think we saw that. I mean, real player motion introduced in Madden 19. A lot of people had some questions on how it worked and whether they liked it. It's still in this game, yep. and it's been tuned to a point that I think people are really excited to to mess around with with running the ball again. And, and a lot of that is what they've done in year two with RPM. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It is amazing how you can go from, like you said, Madden 19 was something that we thought could need a lot of work going into Madden 20, and then just how great the reviews are. I mean, just throwing the ball, just the little things that make such a big difference, like the wind-up on the throw when you're throwing a deep pass or how Drew Brees looks. When he, he looks like you feel like you're playing with Drew Brees, not even how accurate his passes are, but the little quirks and mannerisms that Drew Brees has, it makes you actually feel like you're that guy, which which you don't really get in past Madden, so it's kind of cool. Um, yes. So switching the gear up on you a little bit, though, uh, how did you join the NBL, and um, how long have you been there? Um, so I joined the GRID, uh, the Developmental League for the NBL, in – uh, I believe it was September 2016. It was during the Madden 17. It was right at the beginning of Madden 17. I'd never done a league before. Um, I had done um, online franchises with the NHL series when they still had it, but I'd never done it with Madden. Um, Madden 70 was actually the first Madden game I picked up since like Madden 12 or 13. Um, and I just, it was literally just uh, searching the internet. I was like, hey, I think a, 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 a league online, you know, playing the CPU. I know some people love it. It's not my favorite thing in the world. So finding some real people to play against uh, in a league would be cool. And I, I love the franchise mode. So um, I joined the grid then. And um, about eight months later, I was in the NBL. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, I've been in the NBL. I th- just point. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been a while. And lot. then it's you been... evolved into a superstar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's been a couple of years. So, so <laughs> is that what something you saw coming? Then is that uh you know obviously uh, on Xbox and just around you know the NBL has you guys have your brand established at this point. When you joined, um, were you guys already at that point, or um, was it already in the kind of your grasp, or how how did that uh, happen? Um, so when I joined MBL had, um, it, it was established in the sense of, it was one of the, the leagues that had been going for a while. Um, I mean, I think everybody knows that, you know, I, I would love to see the stats, but a, a large majority of franchises only last, you know, X number of months or maybe, maybe a full cycle. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. considering it was around since the Madden 15, Madden 25, things like that, it, it was, um, established in that sense, but, um, you know, we, we still had a lot of growth at that point. Um, you know, our grid at that point, our developmental league had open spots a lot. We, we were usually two to three open spots. Um, network wise, when I joined the network, we, I think we were broadcasting maybe four to five games a year. Um, and we weren't even doing Super Bowls. Um, so there was a lot of that first year, year and a half was a big growth part for the MBL. And it was, it was a lot of hard work and, and, um, a lot of, uh, vision from some of the guys here and, and getting the right people in the right places. But, um, yeah, in no way when I joined was MBL what it was today. There you Hmm. go. So that's, that's OSU claiming that he is a reason the MBL is at where it's at. (laughs) Is that what uh, you took from that crime? Absolutely, 100%. And if anybody says otherwise, they're lying. They're lying. Yeah, yeah. You just made that, 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 um, that lead. Literally just came in, I snapped off. my fingers, and it was, it was, just happened. It was awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, well, just to switch gears one more time, um, we're going to go to a little lighter note, man. You guys have a tournament coming up, right? Yep. Um, yeah. It's our third annual EA Access tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we're, we're really excited for it. Uh, we, we did it. We started it two years ago. Uh, just sort of we wanted something around EA Access time just to give back to the community. Um, last year, we worked with, for the first time, we did it with charity, uh, working with Operation Homefront, which helps uh, military families. Um, mm-hmm. and we raised over $5,300 last year. Um, awesome. And so this year, we're uh, we're doing it again. Uh, for the first time, we could do it on PlayStation as well because PlayStation has uh, EA Access for the first time. So uh, we're going to have full 64 on both sides. Uh, we got a bunch of the the professional players coming in and playing as well. Uh, our top prize this year is a signed Patrick Mahomes helmet, as well as other prizes. We're still gathering prizes and whatnot. I think uh, last year we gave up over three thousand dollars worth of prizes. This year it's going to be up around five thousand dollars worth of prizes, and uh, it's completely free to enter. And uh, it's all all the donations we get during that time go to Operation Homefront. All the subscriptions we get during that time, that money goes to Operation Homefront, and um, we just we just use it as an opportunity to. Uh, not only bring the community together and playing the game that I think no matter what sphere you're in, you love the game of Madden, um, getting them all together to play that game, but uh, raise some money for a great cause. But in, in, in that, in that uh, sphere of the tournament, you, how low does it go? I mean, can can anybody join? Do you, do you guys start off at a lower bracket? I mean, or is there a limited amount of people that starts? Uh, so we it's a 128 person, so it's 64 on each side. Mm. Um mm-hmm. We always tell people apply early because you know if there's if we're when we're filling the bracket we go by when you applied. But um, you know we use a lot of criteria of who to bring in. Um, uh, it's this year is going to be crazy. We're nearing 300 applicants at this point. Uh, we had all of last year right around 130. Um, so I think doubling the the size helps. But um, yeah. you know we like to get a great mix. We we try to give as much of a a slice of the Madden community as there is a, a combination of content creators, competitive players, uh, franchise players, just uh, people who love the game of Madden and, and are playing their first tournament. We try to get a good mix of that one. Um, I mean it's why the only requirements we have to be in the tournament is you just got to be able to stream and you got to have EA access and um, you got to you know, be around during the tournament. Uh, it would make it really easy to get in. Um, and we wish we could get everybody. The one cool thing we did last year that we're going to do again this year is uh, we will have a, a w- we'll have on discord is a waiting list chat. Um, Cause every time you hit that, uh, we do a 12 hour stream on the first day of the tournament. Um, and you know, you usually get a couple people that just don't show up. They drop out, something comes up, they can't play in the tournament. And mm-hmm. so what we do is we literally pull people from that waiting list. So even if you're not in the first 128, we had, I want to say seven or eight people last year come from the waiting list and get to play in the tournament, even when they weren't initially in the tournament. Oh, awesome. So, awesome. Uh, so with that being said, you talked about how you might be having some professional players and some just standard CFM guys. So you, you started off commentating obviously in the NBL and it looked like it opened up a door and you commentated for uh, EA in one of their live streams. What was mm-hmm. that experience like? Oh, absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, we they did the uh, Shoutcaster Showdown uh, competition. We had to send a demo. They picked a couple guys. Uh, we all went out for the club championships in uh, January. Um, got to call three or four games there. It was a lot of fun. Um, and, and it was awesome to work, uh, in a, in a different environment. Uh, I mean, again, I'm not, I've never really watched competitive men. So getting to learn a different sphere of, of the Madden game was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, um, you know, I was blessed enough that they, they liked me enough that I got to call the rest of the season. I got to come back for the final three things. And um, I'm looking forward to next year because we've got some big plans with uh, the, uh, the MCS and uh, also got to do some great work, still doing some great work uh, with, uh, with Mutthead and their Friday night football tournament. So yeah, it's, it's opened up a door that I, I think was always when I, when I started doing stuff with the NBL network, like it was always like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if something came of this, but I always did it out of passion. Um, I love the game of football. I've always loved broadcasting. Um, and, uh, it just, I just, uh, am incredibly lucky to have such a great place to not only work with, uh, the NBL and, um, have them give me the chance that they have, but then to have it open up some doors that I, I don't think I ever thought were possible. Well, I, well, I've seen a lot of your work, sir. And, um, I'm, I'm just wanting to tell you that you're doing an excellent job here. It seems like you're a natural and I'm sure that. you go pretty far with that. Um, one last real quick question that I have for you is, um, we, here in the SML, man, we have a great group of guys. We have a small core of, uh, admin that, that do really, really hard work, man. We put our graphics, we try to do these podcasts. We do a lot for, for our league to try to, you know, to try to elevate it every single year and make it better. And I think we have, we've done a great job with that. Our commissioner prime who's on the other line, he, he's, he's been the, the, the cornerstone for us and he has, um, helped bring us to another level every single year. So what would be, um, the top three suggestions you would suggest to a smaller league like us that can um, help propel us into the uh, next tier of, um, of a CFM notoriety. I think first of all, as with any league, I think when you're looking to build up a league, when you're looking to, whether it's build content, whether it's just be a league that people stick around for a long time, I think number one is finding the right people. Um, Yes. I think there are a lot of people that, you know, get offended when, you know, you're in a league and you get, you know, kicked out for a certain reason or, or whatever. I, I think the great part about CFM is that there are so many leagues that you can find that will fit your play style, but uh, not every CFM is the same. And so mm -hmm. I think for any CFM that's trying to, to build up, it is have your ideals, have what you want to be your uh your staple and make sure your guys stick to it and, and eventually you're going to find a place where you get that core group of guys that stick around so finding the right people i think um having a passion is important um you know i, I see too many people not just in madden anywhere in life mm -hmm. that do things for personal gains, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And I know that if I had started doing the NBL network and, and working uh, on the play-by-play -play, um, with the idea of, well, I'm going to do this because I want a job later. I don't think I would have stuck with it as long. I think you really got to love what you do. And mm -hmm. that's the thing is that I'll, I'll have weeks where I, I fly out somewhere. I'm flying back in uh, at five o'clock at night. I drive home. I hop on a broadcast for the NBL and do a broadcast for an hour and a half. And that's because I love it. And so having a love for it is important. Um, and last but not least, I, I think the biggest thing, and it sounds cliched, but y'all got to have fun with it. I, I think, mm. I think the greatest part about the league that I found is I have, you know, we have, we, we are truly a family. We have in, about three weeks now, we have 19 guys from the league flying or driving to Virginia Beach. We're all meeting up. We're, we got two beach houses down there. We're going to hang out wow. for people who have never met before. I mean, I've, I've met 
you know, one of, one of my best friends is a guy who I met uh, as a MBL guy, went out to EA play. We hung out. He's one of my best friends now. Um, we, we're very lucky that we have really found this family aspect for it. And a big part of that is just because we have fun with it. It's, it's not about for us. I know there are competitive leagues out there for us. It's not about winning or losing. We're, we're a content league that just wants to, you know, have this passion uh, with the game of Madden and with our, our network and all that. And I think because of that, you know, we have a lot of fun with each other. We're always talking in chats. We're always, you know, we've had uh, tragedies in the league. We've had celebrations in the league and, and, and it all comes from a sense of just, enjoying i mean thinking about how lucky you are to have a league to have a hobby like this and play your game every two days and talk in a chat i mean there are people around the world that would kill uh, for something as cool as that is so I, I think more than anything it's just make sure you're having fun with it and if you're not having fun with it that's the time you can you you, you should probably go find another hobby because if madden's not fun yes. I, there are lots of other things to do with your life that was very well said sir i agree uh i agree 100 man and we're gonna end the podcast on that note i think it's a great note man i think madden not only for the people who like the competitive juices get those flowing but cfm it it really does bring a family aspect when you get in a good league and um you know like you said whether it's a personal issue you, you know you, you build relationships and bonds you really create a brotherhood with these guys and that's what we got you know so when you're saying that just kind of reminded me of what we got here in the sml so uh, it's cool. It's cool when you hear other guys talking about that and that uh, Virginia Beach thing you're talking about. I see that on Twitter as well. You guys advertise it. it looks like you guys got shirts coming out and stuff for it. So yep. it's cool, man. It's cool what uh, what Madden can do. Just a simple video game, what it can create. So mm-hmm. for with, sure. With that being said, uh, that was the SML podcast. I appreciate you coming on and uh, taking the time. And uh, until next oh, absolutely. time, absolutely. Thank you, guys.